Hello and welcome back to the Talking Wednesday podcast. This time it's for episode 64. Dex joined by Jake as always. Uh, and it's it's uh, coming to a one week football week now, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's weird not having a couple of matches in the in the uh, in the Wednesday world. It's also at the getting minute. to the end of it as well. Like getting to that point where you're looking at the, you're looking at what games are left, and you're like, right, what we where where are we going to actually end up now? Because it's it. As they say, it's the business end, and there's teams that are starting to show that maybe they're not in it and then teams that are not. So it's going to be an interesting end. It is. It's um, it's shaping up very... It's going to be an, an interest. We'll get into it all, but it's going to be an yeah. interesting end to the season. We did call the last episode Business End for that reason. Just uh, some housekeeping on next episode. Next episode isn't going to be like a uh, a current episode because um, I am basically away from the studio for a bit. Um, I think... Uh, I think I've actually got somebody else coming in to use this room for a few days, actually. Wow. So I won't even be in here. Um, but yeah, they, I, um, uh, I'm not, we're not, basically I'm not in a position next week to do the podcast. So we are going to pre-record something, which I've wanted to do for a little while, which is going to get us much grief and aggro from, yeah. uh, <laughs> from people, but there will be, uh, yeah, next Monday, basically, we record this podcast on a Monday. I'm not available to record next Monday, so we will be pre-recording an episode. So if it sounds like, why, why aren't they talking about what's just happened at yeah. the match, that'll be why. But it means when we come back, it'll be quite nice, actually, because the week after, we'll have so much to talk about in the run of things. It'll You'd be, hope. It'll, it should be, it'll be a two-game pod. Yeah, it's a, it's a slow news it's slow news weeks at the minute because there's not much coming out. We are getting to that stage where it's going to get busier, though. Mm. It's going to get a uh, a lot busier. We uh, Yeah, that's part of the housekeeping. Discord's available. Email us. Um, I've just realised I've not replied to an email. I will do that uh, straight after that. You know, you're like, oh, that's been sitting for four or five days now. Yeah. Um, membership options are available underneath the YouTube page if you're watching this on youtube just click the join button below you can financially support us that way if not make sure you're just uh, giving us ratings nice reviews on podcast services and liking the video on youtube subscribe helps us out there helps us grow the platform because i swear i've been on this number of subscribers for about six months now because i've just not <laughs> it's just it's not, sat. It, it just sat at that number on it yeah um yeah so that is our Easter plan, I guess. We won't be doing a live episode because I'm just not available to record on Easter Monday, um, which is quite funny actually because I look like Jesus. <laughs> You're risen. I'm, 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 I'm mysteriously disappearing. And uh, you go have a party with your disciples. Yeah, that's I'm that's back. the one. What's been, what been occurring? Who's been doing what? We were going to put the uh, random topic in to start today, but hubbed up. Just saying, sir. Watch the podcast because he asked us the same question about the horse-sized ducks and the duck-sized horses, yep. right? And I already said, I think, when we answered this the first time, I did this on a band video with my band. You did. Uh, well, I think it was with my, my former drummer or uh, probably my co- I don't I don't remember. Um, and we, we answered it there. And sir, I think you were the one that brought this back to us again. I'm not sure. There was probably somebody else. I'm sorry if somebody else brought it to us last time. But mm. we like to start with a silly topic. And I thought, oh, that was a good one. And then, then you did bring it to my attention that we have already answered yeah. this on the podcast. 
I was reading it and I was like, I'm sure we done did that already. And like going through my head. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so there is no silliness to start off the podcast today, unfortunately, uh, due to that. But I'm sure some people will be absolutely thrilled with that news too. Right, should we just go straight into it today? Let's uh, actually yeah. no. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Actually, we can't break tradition too much. We haven't I haven't asked how's your week been, mate. Oh yeah, you haven't. Um Paulie Child, so that's been about it. She's on the mend now. She's feeling more herself. But Paulie Child hanging the TV in my office and yeah, because it was in the way. And I like to reuse tech if I've got it. And just planning on stuff for next week being Easter weekend. I think I'm going to an egg rolling competition. Wow. So McKenna got to paint an egg and everything and then throw it down the hill and see if it gets there. I love that. I love that. You are peak dad, my friend. She'll enjoy it. How's your week been? I was was poorly for a day. Um, My car overheated. um, And I've had to just spend like a couple of hundred quid on it to try and sort that out. But it's now on its very last legs. I did say I was running this car to the ground. I've done about... I've done done many miles in it myself with quite... um, with quite the quite heavy miles as well. Mm. And I always knew that I was going to run this car into the ground and that is what is happening. But the unfortunate thing is now it is, it is starting to get to a point where I think the head gasket might be going. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not paying for that. If that's going, cause that's like an eight or 900 pound job. Money and I'm like, towards a new car. that's exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, Hmm. We'll see how long this lasts. I've put, I've spent a couple hundred quid on it. I replaced the thermostat basically, yeah, um, because it was overeating on me. That seems to have done the job. But I have noticed that the fans aren't very good in traffic, which means when it gets to the height of summer, my car's probably going to go bang. So uh, I'm starting to think about new options for cars, and I hate it. I hate the car. You get so little for your money. It's just basically society at the minute. You get so little for your money. I hate looking at it and going. Ah, <sighs> it's just. I mean, I know what I know what the sort of like line of car I want, but I'm I'm also one of those people that doesn't. I don't like overly financing. Yep. I've just swore. God damn it! <laughs> Nine minutes. Um, I don't like overly financing stuff because I just think it's 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 a slippery slope. Yeah. I've I've always thought that. Um, I like to make. I don't I don't buy things just for the badge. I know so many of my mates who will get themselves into debt just because they buy something for the badge. Same with houses. They'll buy a new build for ridiculous money. And I'm like, it's made of plastic, sir. Yeah. And you've just overspent for it. And there's nothing against new builds. Some of them are really nice. Some but of some them, of really them got, um, nine times out of ten, a lot of them these days have a lot of issues. When we were looking at houses, we were making sure it was going to be something. And also, new builds are tiny. If you look around, you can get more for less for your money, but more face. Right. When did people start paying 220, 240 for a three-bedroomed house? Uh, just <laughs> pandemic. It's ridiculous. New builds. Oh yeah, get we'll get so much for your money, and you can buy for two hundred and thirty grand this three-bedroom new build that's got like zero plastic garden. grass. And yeah. I'm just like. I get it. I get wanting to get on the housing market. I, I'm in that situation now where I'm like, I I kind of I, I want to get what's right for my money, and yeah. it's it's I'm, 
born too too late, mate. Born it, too it, late. It, it's one of those situations when you're buying a house, especially if it's something like what I got. It's got a lot of things that I need to fix and stuff, thanks to the previous owner being a DIY bodman. But if you can find a decent house at a decent price that's older, take it because you'll get a bigger garden nine times out of ten. They're built to last. This, this house yep. was built in like 1932. I've still got the original yeah. deed somewhere. And you know for a fact that as it goes on, you're not going to have that whole thing where you're going to go, oh, that's wrong. I'll have to ring them up and go, I, I'm in my house. I've been in it for five years. I've got a 10-year guarantee with you. And then get something you go, well, we're going to have to get the safety bloke out and point out everything that's wrong with it. Because that's what's happening these days. People are getting new builds. This, the uh, I think it's the SAG officer or something like that. They're going around checking things and go, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. And it's all bodged. Mm, bodged jobs. It's, it's, <laughs> do you know what's depressing about it? Is I've no people moving into these houses. And I, I know they tell, they tell me where they have moving. And I'm like, that's where I've drove past on my way to work going, why have they started building a housing development on the floodplains yes, or the old marshes? I'm like, in. what are they doing? Why are they doing it? They're called and then they'll charge over two hundred k for those. Uh, they're over. They're charging over two hundred k for that. You know, for years I'd be driving to to work or wherever or to school or whatever, and I'd drive past these places. And when we had the floods, they were completely underwater. Yeah. And you go, you you've just you're building houses there. Not why. I know the housing crisis in the UK and stuff, but not every bit of land is there to be built on. It's, oh, uh, feel for, feel for my fun. friend down in uh, Cornwall. He can't get a half of a lot of money or rent it because all the all the people who were renting, the houses are getting turned into holiday homes. It is it is quite, I will say as a northerner, I've got nothing against our southern friends at all. I work with a lot of uh, uh, southern exports. But that was part of my issue with it, right? In the pandemic, so many southerners thought, well, I'm not going to pay for an house down here. I'm going to go and buy one up north. Yep. And it's got worse up here because of that. Yeah. They've, they've, the, the housing market got has rapidly got very bad up here. Because... Four, four doors down from me, their house had been sold for a year, and that's because two London Londoners came up and gave them 20k more than what it was on the market for, and they yep. still can't find a house now that they yep. like to do. Yeah. And that's the situation I'm in. Like I can, I can see houses, but whether I actually want to spend and the the, the worry of negative equities there, and it's mm. just it made me sick because honestly, like all through growing up, right, you get told by the people like in their forties and fifties, oh, you have this, you have this time, but you'll get your day. You know, yeah. you'll get your day. You sort of come to it, and now I'm at a situation where I'm like. I should be kind of coming into my day now because I'm working six days a week in this sort of lifestyle and the sort of, you know, the sort of graft I'm putting in. And I'm working smart, by the way. I'm working hard. I'm working smart. So it's not like I'm being an idiot with stuff and working, you know, and, and just uh, working for the... Ten years ago, it, even ten years ago, yeah. probably even five years ago, what, I, what I'm sort of working towards this year it would mean I could probably live quite comfortably, yeah. you know, quite, quite a nice lifestyle. Now, that's kind of become the... Oh, because energy, everything, you know, everything's going up. It's like, well, what am I even working for? Mm. What is the point? And that is, a, that is a situation that more and more people, and I'm, find, I'm finding myself in that situation, who's managed to get a, I'm actually one of the lucky graduates who's managed to get into his industry, mm. right? There's so many people that 
that don't do that and are on and, and have to go through minimum and put the slog in for minimum and that it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Because there's no the the re- the rewards are just getting pulled away and way away and this uh, there's going to be something in this country where it's always been about just get your head down and work hard and you'll eventually get something even and oh back in my day we had to graft and do all of that it's th- this this country's been built off that mentality but you're taking away the ability to actually get even a, just a decent lifestyle from all of that now and it's just not you yourself Jake you know <laughs> but you know it's just <laughs> no, I know what you mean. No, it's just, I, I don't know how we went on this rant when I said, let's just get straight into the podcast, but I've just been looking at friends in situations and myself, obviously myself in a situation where I'm like, we, we got very lucky crap. when we did have, we literally bought our house in 2019, just yeah. before everything. And we look back at now and go, right, we were lucky. Am I, it's ridiculous, right? Cause you talk to you, your parents' generation, right? will always say, oh, it'll get. I bought my house for 600 quid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was working all this, and I thought, but my wages were much less back then. <laughs> I was speaking to my dad, right? They levied that they got the the the, uh, the deposit on their house, right? They levied my mum's engagement ring, and they were like, "Oh, that'll be fine." <laughs> and they got the house. They shouldn't even have to give the ring, and they just levied it against it. And if they didn't pay, they'd get. Well, the ring. How, how is that? Like. I'm just like I've got uh, I've got one of the original uh estate agents like brochure thing from back in the day and we were looking at go, oh all right, I'm all for the I'm for it's like twenty nine thousand. What? Well, mm. <laughs> it is what it is, it's just annoying. For anybody with the time co damping stuff, you'll want to like do now. Yeah, here, <laughs> this is the where the football starts, uh, not what is going on with the world with uh houses. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, rant over. Let's talk football. So, Sheffield Wednesday. <sighs> Match at the weekend, sir. Same old, same old. It's like what you said on Twitter, just copy and paste. Yep. We Team. It was just a game where first half, really going for it, having shots, a lot of shots. Their keeper, to be fair, had a great game. He kept them in it. Uh Bannon was hitting shot from range, trying to see. Lang had a great chance, but he fluffed it. For me, again, I'll say it again, and I said it on the, my review, Lang is not a striker. Why are we playing Lang as a striker? Play Berahino. Since Berahino got that hat-trick, he's gone in international duty, and we've not seen him properly since. I don't get the not letting him. We said he's a confident player. You drop him and put him on the bench, where's that mm-hmm. confidence going to go? Lang can come off the bench and impact it. I, I don't get that selection at the minute. It's really doing my head in. You've got a striker there playing. But you've got, you've got it going forward. We battered them. And in Bolton, the third by half, the way. I don't yeah. think we've actually said we played Bolton. No, we didn't. Carry on. <laughs> battered them in the first half thinking, you know where this is going to happen. You 100% know it was either going to be a nick it and because we battered them or it's going to be the result that we got. We do get the goal, and it's a crappy goal corner, but Jordan Thorey gets his first goal, and great to see him back in the team, actually, because he's without for personal reasons, he's back in, got his first goal. Did see on Twitter a lot of people running with your song now, in a sense? Nobody credits me for it, of course. I, I knew did. that was going to happen. You did, yeah, but the <laughs> what's the story, Jordan story thing, it's going to be a thing, and I'll be, I'll, we all know where it came from. Yes. Just but, saying. I don't. It's just so easy because you can do the well so easily yeah. in a crowd. 
you know, I don't get why we didn't just jump on it straight away. Go on. But what annoys me about Wednesday, and it's this same old situation that keeps coming. We have so many chances that we can't bury them. Or, in the same game, we have the situation that we cannot defend corners. We've lost 12 points from game due to corners, set pieces. 89th minute or so, they get a corner. Simple. Anybody who plays Sheffield Wednesday now, it's very easy how you get a goal against us. You get corners because we can't defend Not them. even corners, man. Set pieces. Just set pieces Any, anything, general, with, yeah. anything with float of balls going in. like What I don't get uh, is we got a really tall back line. Hmm. Like they're quite tall. So I don't understand. And you're thinking from a Darren Moore point of view, ex defender should be able to see this and set it up. He was captain at West Brom. Why are we not seeing this in games? I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, man. Like, because it's not even a mentality thing. Wednesday don't really have the mentality problem anymore. No. It's just, we're so bad at defending set pieces. And what's frustrating, and my, and I did, my, my tweet, I think, did sum it up. I was like, we're dominating games. You can't get the ball off us, apart from when we pass it to you because it's a dodgy pass. Yep. You know, we are looking like a team that does everything, but, Put scores a load of goals, but we do score, and we can, and we get, and we get, we look quite comfortable in games, and then we'll get a set piece against us, and they'll get an equaliser, and then we it's then like obviously we every every man goes, goes behind the, the box. box. It's just tiring, man. It's tiring to see the situation, and that will be our downfall: the dropping yeah. points from winning positions. It'll, it'll be the, it'll be dropping points from winning positions, and it'll be not bearing our chances. Like yeah. right now, you can tell what we need in the summer is defenders. And strikers. Bolton fans did the Icelandic clap when they equalised, did, didn't, didn't they? they? Yeah. What's that all about? No idea. <laughs> I like Bolton. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You're like, um, but well, I have. <laughs> I was. I was a bit. <laughs> what? I have done something a bit different in the show notes for this bit because we don't normally put Darren Moore's thoughts at the end. But I thought it was interesting with what he put, with what he said to the media afterwards. He said it was a deep ball to the back and it hit one of our players and they put it in. You can't re- recreate any situation. I'm like, you can. You can recreate football. I know you can't do the like pinging of it, but that just comes across really bad for me. I yeah, it's a you. bit weird that, isn't it? Because you can re- that's the whole point of training, training Darren. Yeah. I, I, I think he's misspoke there. Yeah. I think he's like, obviously, you know, but like you, you, can, you can't recreate any situation. You can't recreate the players, no, but you can recreate. He might have need to have said you can't recreate every situation. situation. But I like, I can't you've got to, you've got to work hard. Yeah, All go the on. goals we have conceded from set pieces has been from different angles. We continue to work on them in trainer, training. Sooner or later, the penny will drop with them. Got to drop soon. I will rattle the cages, knock things about in training. We have to learn from it. And it seems to be the same thing over and over again. We'll get in the classroom again and present questions to them. Set, set plays are part and parcel of the game. A lack of concentration has seen or concede goals and drop two points. We need to iron out these issues, uh, errors. And this is so frustrating because we can all see this. Yeah. What it is. And obviously away teams. So can the opposite teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the opposition. They, That's the problem. Like, for most teams, if, if you're getting the situation where you're getting battered battles, the best thing is just sit back, take as much as that is, and if you can go and get a corner or set piece in general, because we do give away a lot of free kicks because we get frustrated when we can't get the ball back. Mm. And 
you just float balls into our box and it's just ridiculous how it keeps happening. And it, you it, really did, like, you really went off after match. You weren't happy, were you? No, I, I was, because I'm just sick as, I'm sick that we can see this and the players, I know the players can see it because they're trained professionals and they've got to be kicking themselves as well. But I don't understand how it got to this many matches in the season and we're still doing the same simple errors every game when it comes to a set piece. I don't disagree. It's it's not been good enough in that regard. And uh, I I don't know how you get around it. You've got to bring like a set piece coach in at this stage. Surely, like someone specifically that, but Darren Moore was a big centre half, and I just don't get it. It 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 boggles your mind because he he should see those situations. They the the line in American football, which is simulate uh, situational football, where you hey, create, we don't have that crap, and we don't have that. No, crap but you here. you cre- on, no, you create on. for the play that's going to happen. So you set it up that way because that's how American football, you can recreate some of these things. You can have a ball ping in and have somebody where it pings off trying to do it. We have the equipment where you can get corners in off a corner, not someone taking it, just a ball machine that floats in or whatever. It's, you can recreate this. And I understand what you're saying. And like I said, I think he missed both as well, but it's got to get ironed out. We can't keep dropping points, especially in the position we're in now. That could be the difference between sixth or becoming seventh place at the end of the season. No, oh, no, I, I definitely will be as well. That's the thing. I think I'm getting nervous. I'm getting really nervous about this running because... Especially with the away <laughs> games we've got. Yep. Yep. Away from home with the... with the. I will say, Wednesday, just the away support Bolton was... Ridiculous! It, it was it quality, was insane. As always, um, so it's not even. I would. It's like I would say, oh well, they've got their home fans. But when we take that many away, you can only really hear our fans. Yeah. If you're being honest. Yeah. And I'm not having a. I'm not having a pop there. But like, if you get a, if you got us, if you got our away fans at at home all the time, and you 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 brought some sort of like, they would. Of course, our home support can be a bit quieter. As I said, been, I it's been very quiet reasons. this season actually. Um, but we are so loud away, mm. and that's. But then again, there there isn't a whole lot to want to sing about all the time, is there? I get it as well, yeah. and I, I I don't I don't know I don't know. It, it's I frustrating don't, I, because you take that many fans, and the yeah they've been entertained, but why can we turn it on at home but not away from home? Like, I was to, speaking of, by the way. Get well soon, Tango. We yes. did, we, need, we, knew we meant to mention that at the top and we didn't. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's from the match. He's, uh, he's not come, he's ended up in hospital actually from, yeah. uh, he's had an operation so. Sunday on his leg and right. he's recovering now and it's just not what you want to see. And there was some bad behavior as well from Wendy fan fighting other Wendy fan kind of thing. It's just stuff you don't want to see. Uh, <sighs> It's, Who goes to the match for a scrap? There's still that mentality, sadly. It is. It is. And that's what's worrying me because it's coming through. There's a there's a new wave in our fan base of... of there's some younger scrappers at it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like 18, 19-year-old lads that want to scrap. And I'm like, I get it, but don't bring it to the football. Like, do it. It's always happened, right? 
but it's always happened. You you know you know the football. It's always happened well away from stuff. Yeah. And I just we've we've Don't seen it more and more at Wednesday give recently. Us a, give them any more ammunition to hate us. It's also they already like, don't like us. If you if you are one of the younger lads having a scrap as well, you're giving you're giving younger fans a bad rap, and that's and, and younger fans are the ones that always get the stick anyway. So let's not be part of that. You know, the we don't want that firm mentality. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that that's you've you've I've walked out of matches and you can hear scraps being organised, but they've been organised situations away from stuff. People bring their kids to matches, yeah. and they should. And, and away matches, I know we've got a great away support, but you should be, you should feel a bit, you should feel safer in an away match. You know, it should, yeah. there shouldn't be infighting between fans there. Um, um, it's just a shame, but it's, we'll see what happens next couple of games because we've got more away games than we've got home games, but we need to turn it on. And I think, I think we've only won twice in that pink kit this season. Hmm. I like that kit as well. And I've seen is... so. I said, well, we liked last year's kit as well, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I like the away kits. I like the away kits. Um, I know people that really just can't stand that. Oh, I can't do a pink kit still, and I'm like, really? But it's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, you still haven't got it, yeah, yet, have you? No. No. I'm not. I really don't like the home kit. I just. I'm not a fan. Mm. I know a lot of people quite like it. I just I don't do thin stripes as well. I'm not a yeah, fan. You, you said on the tear video it's got to be thick stripes and it's got to be in the right position. Just the standard stripes, standard Wednesday stripes, yeah. not too thick, not too thin. And uh, you want you don't want I don't like an all white back. And this has got thin stripes and an all white back. Not not a fan. Um, yeah, Darren Moore was also talking about promotion. After the match, he goes, I look at us and what we do. There's loads of football to be played. We go to MK Dons next week. It'll be another good footballing match. And we will have to, we have, we have to be at our level best. So he is still, he's just, he's just constantly trying to look forward to, to it all. Um, he was happy with Gregory's performance. Happy with Story, obviously, bouncing back from having a tough week. Yeah. And um, doing the business on the pitch. But it is just one of those we've got to put in the past now. Um, yeah. And In theory, just... this weekend could be interesting with the games that are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd just like to clarify, but by the way, before all the 18, 19-year-old Wednesday fans start going, oh, what are you saying we're having a scrap? It's just because some of the footage we've seen is from those sort of, that sort of age bracket starting having a bit of a scrap. But it's not the majority, as I'm always going to say with yeah. that. But I also know how the internet works. And I also know that that would be taken out of context very easily. And I'm not saying that just for the record. I'm just saying we should be able to go to the football without being worrying there's going to be infighting between... Yeah. Fa- I do think it is overstated in some ways, though. It doesn't or It doesn't happen no. as much as some people try and it's make se- out. It seems to be this season, especially, there's been a lot more. And I don't know if that the people finally getting to go see football after two years and not being able to, yeah, kind of thing. So yeah, it used for me. It always used to be like the <laughs> a lad in like his late thirties, early forties, and got a bit too drunk and started having a yeah. scrap. Do you know what I mean? But I, when it seems to be a bit more, it's just a bit more, there's a more energy. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. 
I, I worry about it coming into the into the game too much because you want to be able to just go to a match and enjoy the match, and then if you want that sort of thing, you deal out of it. I've never yeah. I've never really understood it myself, but like I'm not, you know, it's just not my vibe. Obviously, some people like a scrap. I, I don't think it belongs in the stadium. I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ, the the internet has uh, battered me to a point of just being like, I can't be asked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, there were some midweek matches on the 5th of April. MK Dons beat Crew 2-1. Morecambe beat Oxford 2-1. Bolton drew with Portsmouth. So, Bolton were even... We were more fresh than Bolton, mm. and they still managed to get a, a point with us. Morecambe uh, did a that, massive favour with that game and all. Yeah. Crew could have done with doing us a favour as well. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, MK Dons will be a test. So Saturday matches worked out like this. Cheltenham beat Portsmouth 1-0. Fleetwood lost at home to Accrington Stanley 2-1. Gillingham and Wickham drew one all. That's handy. Uh, Cambridge and Morecambe ended 2-1 to Cambridge. Wigan beat Lincoln City 3-1. Oxford versus Sunderland ended 2-1 to Sunderland. That was annoying because so. it was an 89th minute winner and it was their second game in a row where it's gone past the 90. I think it went to 90... Plus nine this time and last weekend it was nine plus six. Could have done with that being a draw, to be yeah. honest. Sh- uh, Shrewsbury and Ipswich ended one all. Charlton beat Rotherham one nil. Rotherham tumble. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, Doncaster beat Crew two nil. Doncaster I, trying I, to I clean. Saw, I saw they got called the L. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> AFC Wimbledon and MK Dons the uh, the the match ended one all there. So that's this derby to yep. derby it without it actually technically being a derby anymore because they moved the club. But you know, uh, it's, it's uh, one that you always want to see ASC Wimbledon win that. Even though, did you see the footage online of the, the scraps outside yeah. and the police and the, that was, that was talk, talk about organized scraps. Yeah. Jesus. Burton drew with Plymouth nil nil. Now and let's have a look at. We go to the table. The Gillingham okay. Wickham game is interesting. Lewis Wing got a straight red card, so he will be out for the game when we play him. Lewis but, Wing won't be playing. Ah, okay. How close is the? And I'm, I've just questioned it myself now. How close is uh, MK Dons' stadium to Wimbledon's stadium? Distance to Wimbledon. Keep talking. It's it going to be really interesting to see what happens now. Now I'm looking at the table because it's so sodding tight that it's. I still think it's going to go to the last game of the season for us, personally. Yeah. Because you look at the games we've got, there's some winnable games and then there's some games where we'll turn up, but which when they will turn up, will it be the one we just had versus Bolton or the one that we got versus, say, like Cambridge? Yeah, the playoffs are going to, if we do obviously stick in, then they're going get, to get my stomach churning, I know that. Uh, it's 46 miles for those wondering between the stadiums. So, wow. yes, it's technically close enough to still be a yeah. derby, but it's not, it's not, location-wise, it's not technically. Location-wise, it's not a derby, but with everything that happens, it's a derby. Yeah. Um, so, the table, Wigan are top of the league. We're, I told you, Wigan are winning yeah, the did. league. 
I did say we're going to win in the league. They've got 40 games played and they're on 86 points. MK Dons are in second with 42 games played and are on 83. So they're six points ahead of Rotherham who have fallen to third on 80 points and they've got the same matches played as Wigan. So Wigan still could overtake MK Dons, but if they lose another one, sorry, Rotherham could overtake MK Dons, but if they lose another one, they'd be joint on points with a superior goal difference. Yeah, but Rotherham are in trouble if they don't sort this out. They've had loss, draw, win, loss, loss. Whereas MK Dons, a draw, win, 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 draw. We could actually do Rotherham a favour on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Wigan, a win, win, draw, win, win. Plymouth are in fourth on 76 points, 42 matches played. Wednesday are staying fifth but only because of goal difference. We're on 73 points, 41 games played. So we have got a game in hand on Plymouth, but it would... Uh... Oh, no, sorry, Plymouth are on 78. Um, so we'd be two points behind Plymouth if we win our game in hand. Sunderland are on the same matches played, 41 games played, 73 points behind three us by three goals. Yeah. Yep. So and that's Oxford, tight there. Oxford are now eight. After I got, I got, yeah, Oxford have moved, but you were not, we've got to talk about Wickham, who are in yeah. seventh, also on 73 points, 42 games played. Jesus Christ, I've just seen their goals against and goal four is identical to Sunderland. Yep, it is. They've got 49 20, 49 20. So, sorry, uh, sorry, no, 69 49, 67 44. So they're, I can't read. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. Exactly, or is it? No, it is. It is yeah, exactly. 69-49-69-49-20-20-27-3-73. Yeah. We need to make these bigger, these uh, these tables, because it's always the tables and the images I struggle reading. Um, don't wear contact lenses. They, they're they difficult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oxford on uh, a nice amount of points on 69 points in eighth. On That's how... That, Somebody's going to finish on 80 points and not make the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be Sheffield Wednesday, isn't it? Feels that way, doesn't it? <sighs> right. Uh, we're not going to talk about any more about the actual match that was played. We will talk about... There was a little uh, piece in Yorkshire Live which we're talking about the problems with Wednesday and the interesting thing is we have dropped 19 points from winning positions this season. And how many were they? I'd love to know how many they were away from home. It was. I don't know. I don't know the, uh, the specifics on that, but we were talking a little bit earlier, weren't we, about what we we're going to be left to rue at the end of the season and, and dropping nineteen points from well, winning you remember, positions. It was, it was is... between October and December where we were having that stupid get to the eightieth minute and goal come flying at us, and then. We got past that. And I think it's interesting that Lee Gregory said about at December, we were looking at teams around us and not concentrating on ourselves. And then suddenly it picked up a little bit. So I wonder at that point there, they were still looking at teams around them thinking, right, yep. this, this, and this. And that's when we Just saw... for example, by the way, if we'd have got those 19 points, we'd be on 92 points. Oh. Uh, even if we'd have got 10 of them, would have been on eight. We'd be second because we'd be eighty-three with the oh oh. We got the same. No, we 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 would be third if we'd have got ten of those points. But we'd have a game in hand on MK Dons. Yeah, and then if you go back to what we said earlier, like we had twenty-one shots to Bolton's eight, but only five of them were on target. Finishing a dinner. I've been saying it all season. Yep. We just can't finish. 
and that is that is an issue. And if we get to the playoffs, we have to turn up. But yeah. it's just get it's just securing those playoffs now because unfortunately we have become that team that everybody wants to beat. Yep. And it's difficult. It is difficult when you're up against that every be, single. If week. we are in League One next year, fingers crossed next season. Let's hope we're not. But that'll be Derby next season. Yeah. The the problem is with League One, we've got. We've got a good balance of a squad at the minute, and I worry about us trying to do a second season in it because do we? You only you only weaken really when you're when you're a freshly relegated side. You, you're fairly strong for this season because you've got. Think about it. We'd have Bannon's contract coming up to the. It'd be in the last season. That's yeah. that sort of thing, and it'd be it'd be tricky next season in League One. But we'd have to we'd have to see what the situation was. The only, the only bonus next next season if we are able to spend money. Yeah, we are. We didn't need uh, money when we did sign George Byers, though. Uh, nope. The star have done a piece on him this week talking about uh, basically his success with Wednesday. And he's, he's he told the star, it's where I want to be, playing fr- fr- uh, free football with no pain or no injuries. I feel like I'm in a good place now and getting a good run of games helps that. I'm feeling good. You, when you come to a new club, it's a big change for both me and my family. You're getting used to the place, the surroundings, and to be fair to the boys, they've been top ever since I came. But to get an injury when you're not really settled is frustrating. But these things happen, and since the turn of the year, things have been good for me. I'm in a good place, and I really want to kick on now. It can be mentally tough, but I won't say that I doubt myself ever. I've had two surgeries in the space of six months when I was at Swansea, and that takes a toll on the body itself. But now I've changed a lot of things that I've been doing and those things have worked for me. So hopefully I can keep doing those things and stay just as fit for as long as I can. I have had a double groin surgery since then and it was only meant to take me out for eight weeks, but it ended up being five months. That took a toll. And then when I was fit again, the team was doing really well, which is why I decided to make the move to Portsmouth. I wasn't in a good place mentally during that time with my injury, but you have to take positives out of the situation and just be the best person that you can be around other players and at home especially. I took bits and pieces from that experience to use now. I think the key is to understand what your body needs in terms of the training it needs and the extras you need to do. You need to manage yourself in the best way that you can and with the games coming thick and fast, you need to make sure you recover. I think knowing my body has been a key aspect for me ever since I came here, to be honest. I think I've got there now, and long may that continue. End quote. So it's good to see that players are taking responsibility for themselves and their own fitness now. And I just wanted to talk that, a little bit about bias coming in. because interesting because that goes down to what Bannon said this season about um, him knowing his body, knowing what works. And I think we had it with Chris Kirtland when he came in. He had back issues and they, it was just like, you know what you're doing. And I think when you get to that point as a player where you've had injuries, you know what works and what doesn't. So you've got yeah. a physio going, do this and this, and you can go, well, I'm not going to do that because that hurts. That's what I did last time and it made it worse. So the fact that we're actually doing that is great. And we all we all worried when Dennis O'Donnell got injured and thinking, where were we going? And I had just plotted in nicely. And, Nice to see Dennis has got back faster than it sounds as well. So he's looking back in contention at some point. But 
it, the midfield bit where I don't think we've got many issues in terms of recruitment next season. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> we were saying, it was like when we were linked with a Wackway and that. Yeah. And people were like, why? Uh, Steve specifically, not yes. people, Steve. Why are we after more <laughs> midfielders? I do think we're in a, we're in a very strong position midfield-wise. And uh, it shows with players like Barry Bannon getting crowd League One Player of the Month. I bet he still doesn't get a bloody inform for this, no, which will do my nut in. But Barry Bannon, this is from the club's website. Barry Bannon has been crowned EFL Skybet League One Player of the Month of March. The Wednesday skipper contributed three goals and two assists to help the Owls push towards the top six. A man of the match display at Hillsborough saw the 32-year-old score two goals and grab an assist for countryman Callum Patterson as we beat Burton 5-2. During an equally eye-catching display, the midfielder fired a stunning long-range strike against Cambridge before turning provider for Saido Berahino in our 6-0 win over the U's in March. Bannon has been in excellent form throughout the campaign with eight goals and ten assists to his name in total. The Scot was also recently crowned the Owls Player of the Month for March and won the club's PFA Community Champion Award. On winning his most recent accolade, Bannon said, It was great. Uh, it was a great achievement, but it could have been any of my teammates. I'm happy to be here receiving this trophy on behalf of the team because any of them could equally deserve it. Darren Moore added, I'm really pleased for Baz, his family and all of us at Sheffield Wednesday. It goes to show the magnificent season he's having and the consistency he's shown. Nobody deserves it more than Baz, and long may it continue as we go into the final running. We're all delighted for him, and it's fully deserved. And then the club say congratulations, Baz, uh, congratulations, Baz, to which we would add congratulations, Barry. But remember, actually, isn't he finished? I thought yeah, when I was defending him earlier in the season, saying like he's going to be pivotal for us, and I, had so m- I just recall getting so many people saying that Barry Bannon was overrated. He's gone, he's overrated, he's not, he's not the big-time player that he thinks he is. Mm. And again, we said it, he's playing further forward. He's not yep. playing in that kind of hole in front of the midfield and defence. He's playing further forward. That, he could have had at least three or four on Saturday. Having Barry Bannon as an attacking option and not our only attacking option... Yeah in the midfield makes the world of difference, right? He still likes a lot of the game to go through him, but when it all doesn't have to go through him and the manager is alert to that and changes up the squad so it not every single thing has to go from him, you've then always got the threat of where is Barry Bannon because this ball could go through him at the minute he could control play and make something happen. He is the uh, He's probably still the only player on that pitch that I can look at and I visually I'm like, I don't see how you're going to make space there and he can make space. Yeah. You know, he he doesn't do the logistic move of like, well, there's space there, so I'm going to pass to there. He'd sometimes turn a man and move that way. He's that player with, he's got that, he's got that vision mm. and that's priceless, especially at this level. So well-deserved award in my opinion. Anything yep. to add, Jake? He, he seems like he just keeps getting better and better at a minute, which is nice to see at that age. And some of the criticism he's got in the past, I, I I don't agree with it, but he's showing that he can do it. And I've seen some people, oh, this is because he's in League One. He's not a championship player. He's a championship player. It's just he was in a bad championship team with everything that was going yeah. off. Yeah, I've got to say, look at how Tom Lees is doing at Huddersfield. Yeah. They love him, by the way. But he's got his confidence back and Huddersfield are doing quite well this season. Yeah. You know, I mean, I still, when I speak to that, I was like, well, they still go, we don't know why we've signed Jordan Rhodes for this. Um, 
But even he's having an okay little season. Yeah, but the money, the the, the money in the contracts is ridiculous. But Tom Lee's, for example, yeah, was woeful for us in that last season. Really, if you think if if you think about it, but we always knew there was a player in there. He just needed the confidence and the ability next to him. Tom Lee shone for us under under when he was next to Lovens and stuff like that. I always said Lovens, but it is Lovens, isn't it? I've always said Lovens. Yeah, so have I. But I think it's meant to be like Lovens. Ah. But I've always said Lovens. Um, right, the Owls have announced a new... <laughs> sh- Twitter. <laughs> yeah, the Owls have announced a new shirt sponsor, Blue Steel. Um, and Sofa's put in the notes, is that not the name for the pose in Zoolander? It is. <laughs> So that's fun. The Owls are delighted to announce a new back of shirt partnership with Blue Steel Energy Drinks. I, I'm just going to go away from the article here. Isn't that a direct contrast with Elevate? That's like direct competition. Unless, unless he's is... he killing Elevate. Which is potentially a thing. But it was on our goalkeeper shirt. Mm, yeah. That's true. On the same day. <laughs> We're going to have all the energy drink companies on one shirt. It doesn't look like those Swedish shirts, you see. You see, you know, mm. there's, there's some clubs in that you can Google it. Google football sponsorships and some shirts in Sweden where people, they are people just talk, <laughs> People talk a lot about uh, heart issues at the minute, don't they? And uh, yeah. we're, still, we're still trying to pump people full of energy drinks. Don't know how. I, to be honest, I like energy drinks, and I'm just saying I would take an energy drink sponsorship yeah, because I'm all about moderation. Um I do, I do drink energy drinks, but I, it's all about moderate. But I know some people that will just drink, like most, you don't drink it responsibly. You don't realise how much it's meant to perk you up. It's meant to be like a very, very, very strong coffee, and you have one. That's it. And Nothing yeah, else. But some people will just drink it like it's pop. Mm. And I understand, because there is some that are just delicious, right? You, you feel like you just... Because I'm quite a... Obviously, I like the odd alcoholic beverage. There's some energy drinks that give you that same sort of tang. Yeah. You know, just from the taste. So, yeah. Anyway, back to the article. The striking blue steel logo will feature on both Wednesday players' shirts from Saturday's League One fixture at Bolton, which they have. Uh, blue steel energy drinks are sugar-free. Sugar-free is interesting. Yeah. And contain healthy ingredients with a natural source of caffeine. Free samples of the zero-calorie, unique flavour combinations will be available around the stadium at our next home game against Crew on Tuesday, the 19th of April. I actually find it quite interesting that they're they're going to be sugar free. I'm quite. I may have quite, to go on Amazon and buy some, and just maybe maybe we have to do an episode where we try it. Maybe, maybe, or you know, the club could actually use that COO and set, ask us uh, reach out and send us some. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to carry on reading the article. Actually, speaking of the the COO, Liam Dooley has said it's fantastic to have Blue Steel on board, and we welcome this to Hillsborough. We are really pleased to introduce a nutritious and healthy energy drink to our growing range of refreshments on match days. Buy it now. Uh, didn't say the buy it now bit. That's uh, slander. Uh, end quote. No, <laughs> he didn't. Um, but he did say the delight a bit, and it it's just basically below the uh, name. It's the back of the shirt below below the number. Yeah, looks quite tidy. To be fair. Works nicely on the away kit because it's black and it's yeah, got probably a black well background. On the white on the helm shirt as well. Maybe I think it works well on the on the back of the away shirt because it's got the it's got the it's got the crack pattern yeah. on it, hasn't it? It's got the design, whereas the plain white it might look a little bit 
I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see if it can look central. But that is uh, that is a sponsorship there. Sugar free. Sugar free is interesting because that's the one of the worries within energy drinks. And I have had a couple of sugar free ones, and they usually taste crap. Yep. So we'll see if they do actually taste crap. I'm sure. Sheffield Wednesday next match is against Milton Keynes Dons. That's going to be rough. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this one? Um, honestly, I'd be happy to get away with a draw. I'd take a draw we, and just go We need to win it. We, we need yeah, to win we it. need to win it. But if, it, if this was at home, I'd, I'd be saying, yeah, we can do this. 100%. We can do way. it. We can do, we can do this, but we're not going <laughs> to. The problem is with Wednesday, it depends which Wednesday turns up. Yeah. Keep an eye out for Scott Twine. He's got 15 goals and 12 assists this season. And then you've got Isa. Is it Isa? Yeah, Isa for them. He's got 12 goals, two assists. Troy Parrott, Wednesday we're linked with. Um, Seven goals, six assists. One penalty in that. But their penalty taker is actually uh, the defender, Harry, Harry Darling, who's got Scored five penalties for them this season as a defender. He's got one assist. They're a good side. Yeah. They're a good. They're a very good side. Um, and we're gonna have to be careful. And we have we had had seen I seen it online. People going, "Oh, what Theo doing now? He's on the bench, <laughs> not getting the minutes like he, he said he wanted." Like they he said scored he one goal and one assist. Yep. <laughs> yep, and he's played thirteen times, but he's started eight times. So, enough said on that one. But yeah, I'm. I'm. Gotta it's going to be one of our biggest tests up until if we get to the playoffs. So you've just said we gotta win, and you've just said we're gonna. You'd take the draw. Make your mind up. I take a draw, but we got to win. I have that whole okay, thing. A I'll draw, a draw. On looking at it, is a good result when you see what how good MK are. Because if you look, they've had uh, forty-one points at home and forty-two away. Yeah. So fair enough. It's you're getting to the point if we don't like I think I said last week or week after there was eighteen points and if you got all them it was ninety one points. There's not many points left and there's not many games left. Yeah. No, I, I get you. I get you. Let's move on to our community topics. Um Rob Foley wrote writes in um and says, Rob from Luton here, lifelong Alson, question for you both based on this season. What would your ideal lineup be? For the remaining matches, would you keep it three five two or and who would you stick up front? PS, keep up the good work, lads. Tune in every week. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? That we are, Rob. Uh, I will keep it the same thoughts? just with Gregory and Sido up top because it works. I don't understand why he stopped it. I don't get it. It is weird benching him in it. Bear- he doesn't seem to fully trust Berahino, even though he's brought him in. And he's got that former relationship with him. And he got that hat trick and we were all like, oh, great, you're going to kick on now. And even he said, once you get that one goal, you want to do more and play every game. And now he's back to being on the bench. I don't understand it. I understand you've got Mendes Lang who's back fit. I get it. But he's not a striker. Berahino is. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, if he's going to deploy wing-backs as well, he Mendes Lang fits that for me. Yeah. So. I don't know. But yeah, up top for me would be Gregory and Berahino. I want to see that partnership more. Yeah. Tony 
Tony Stella fella. I assume that's not his actual surname, but if it is, fantastic. Yeah. I think he's a Leeds fan, actually, yeah, or is, a yeah. Burnley fan. Uh... How is Bailey doing? For us, he could be brilliant, awful, and everything in between. We could never work him out. Liked him myself. I think he's, I think a, he's Leeds a Leeds fan. fan. Yeah. Um, he's he... on his day. He's one of the best players on the pitch, but he still has that questionable like concentration lap or doesn't come out for I think he summed it do you know what I think he I think Tony summed this up pretty well yeah brilliant awful and everything in between because he's had some awful moments like the he's behind you bit and the you know dropping a few clangers and the confidence wasn't there we dropped that's a huge one (laughs) but that yeah but then he's been amazing and he's saved penalties and he's kept done some big yeah big saves yeah He's very Marmite. Mm. You love him, but the time where you hate him. And I just think that's a player once he gets a lot older, you'll sort of probably the you'll probably see a brilliant keeper. Yeah. Probably. I think I think and we're very lucky to At League One you get away with it a little bit more. Yeah. So we see we is is doing quite well. Nat writes in, hi lads, if you had to pick one lone player to keep, which one and why? Harley Dean. I get that. I understand that. But for me, it would be Bailey because if we if we could keep him like fairly cheap, which we won't. But if the this pro- was a the, hypothetical, the, pro- the problem I got, I think Burnley are going down, and they'll see him as a Championship keeper. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I would keep. But it's the position we 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 need. Yeah. Oh no, I lie. I'd keep Story. Hmm. That'll be a hard one if we could try and do it. Yeah. It, if it, I had to keep it, one it, of the that, That's actually quite interesting, though. We've gone very defensive. It, yeah. The defensive where we know is thing. And it was interesting. Uh, there was that, something Joe Cran put out today saying that Harley Dean could actually become a free agent in the summer. He could just turn around and say, mutual contract, done. Yeah. And kill it. And, I, wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yeah. It, it, It'll be nice, but it is that defensive bit where we need to solid up. And I think if you're looking in the summer, you're probably saying you need to look at strikers and look at that defensive, possibly a younger, fitter winger. Yeah, if one that doesn't get injuries, but everybody gets injuries at Wednesday. Yeah. But I think, yeah, loan-wise, I'd, I'd keep Story because he's younger and he's got potential and he's solid already. So for me, it'd be story. If we ha- if hypothetically, if we could keep any of them and we could only keep one, it would be story for me. Would you have Dean as your Hutchinson if we didn't give Hutch a new contract? I think we should try and keep, I think we're going to get Dean anyway. Yeah. I think he's going to be, yeah, Dean's going to, I think Dean should be, we should be looking to keep him. And I think we will. Yeah. Um. Callum David George Breeze writes in. Uh, I'm just going to call you Callum from now on. So Callum Breeze for now yep. on, uh, sir. Unless you or would KB, like me to read out your full sure. name. Yeah, unless you would like me to read out your full name every time, which I would also do. Um, new sponsorship, Blue Steel, through the door for Sheffield Wednesday. We talked about it earlier on. If you guys had to pick a big multi-million company to sponsor Wednesday for a season, who would it be and why? Good question, this. I did like the VW shirts. I do like that logo. Yeah. I think. Uh, 
for me, I, I know it's a multi-million company, but I wouldn't mind having Henderson's on the shirt. Just have it back to Sheffield based stuff. But the thing is, I don't like alcohol or betting companies on shirts. Yeah. It does my head in. It, it's a bugbear of mine because I don't think that's what should be promoted. Kind of thing, but that's where all the money is. Yeah. So I get it. <sighs> could you do something? I've got, I've could got you do cool something one, like Tesla? I've got a better one than that. Go on. And it's really off the wall. DeLorean have come back. Ooh. Right. And the original DeLoreans were made with Sheffield steel. Ah, right. Yeah, that's right? link. And if we could get sponsored by DeLorean because they've got their new range of yeah. electric cars. They've remade the old DeLoreans and they've got the new DMC on the front of like a nice. Wednesday kit. I'd love it. I tell you what, I I'm would, a nerd as well. So. I, would like, I would like DMC on the home shirt, but you remember the Fiorentina Nintendo shirts? I don't actually. Oh, you've got to Google them. They are so nice. They are rare as well. I love like the Nintendo logo on because I know in uh, Seattle because it... We can't have red on the shirt. Oh, I mean, no, you can't, can you? Then again, Sanderson was on there. Yeah, that it? was, yeah. But I know, like, just something like that would be really good, kind of thing, because I think it's very hard to pick a sponsorship and not have something that's going to be a detriment due to what it is, if you know what I mean. I'll tell you what, talking Wednesday across the front. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> But, uh, but I'll tell you what, the day we become multi-million is the day you don't hear from me again, mate. I'm, going, I'm moving to an island. I'm buying an island. I'm buying an island. Um, no, it'll do one episode. It'll be in a big house. And go, you know what yeah. I mentioned about houses and stuff? I've got four now. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that would be lovely. And to be That'd fair, be lovely. I've, had, dream, people, I've it, had people so. always say to me, if you won a lot of money, would you put money into Wednesday? I went, and I always would be no, because I would not mm. want that financial kind of thing. And yes, as a fan, you think, yeah, you put your money into, but then if it goes wrong, it's on you. <laughs> if I had a ridiculous amount of money, I'd buy the club. Just saying, just saying, DC, when he gets it. <laughs> yeah. Um, if Chancery wants to gift me three hundred million pounds and then buy more with the club, I'll give it a go. Or just appoint me, and we'll see what happens. And then everyone can abuse me. What well, would you know? be appointed media strategy? No, I'll run the club. I to be fair, I still, what could go wrong? I still think we kind of need kind someone who's owner and then employ a chairman for day to day running. I will say we were linked with pretty much every most of the players that I was suggesting. So yeah. Just saying. So got an eye for it. You just head out then. Yeah, I guess I could go on the scouting team. Couple hundred grand a year, Chancery. That'll do you nicely. Well, uh, do me more than nicely, mate. I'm going yeah. for the big estimate just in case it actually ever happened. <laughs> 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 just so I'm not lowballing myself for the interview. Uh, right. It, I'm being facetious, obviously. But yes, that's all I've got for this week's episode of Talking Wednesday. Anything more from yourself, sir? Uh, just have a good Easter and enjoy it with family if you can. Exactly. And I'm doing. Uh, I'll be heading into a cave shortly, um, making my way back out on Monday. Ch- chasing an egg down a hill, apparently. 
I made a Jesus joke and it just completely went over your head, but I heard it's probably it. not a very good I joke. I heard it. Not a very good joke. It's all right, Jake. It's all right. Um, that's it for this week's episode of Talking Wednesday. <laughs> Take care. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs> yeah.